where this whole wide world stuck in fast forward Keep up or get left behind We like to take rewinding in the dashboard We like to ride on the retro side Stuck inside a 1990-something kind of year It ain't just that blue ribbon beer We like to throw back some riding in Al Gottfried, A.J. Gottfried, Coach Tracy Roberts, mm. The Lifestyle Show, Living the Good Life, uh, Health and Wellness, been on the air now for 30 consecutive years. Who knew? Well, loving it. Hey, we got a good one here coming your way. Our, of course, our board-certified orthopedic surgeon himself joining the show yet again. You can go to his website, He's got a couple websites, chrisleymd.com, or you can go to stetsonleeortho.com. we got Chris, Dr. Christopher Lee with us. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Hey, pleasure having you on, Doc. Be careful driving down that freeway. We hear you're going to visit the U.S. volleyball team. Yeah, that's right. So um, just preparations for the Olympics. If the Olympics happen, we're going to be going. Japan's pretty uh, positive on it happening this year. Yeah, you know, all, all indications are they are plowing forward with it despite their major surge in COVID. We will see what will happen. Uh, we don't know 100% yet, but all indications are it's a go. Yep. You know, uh, a lot of things uh, uh, that are taking place in the world of sports, um, at least in the news, so many ailments and issues um and it's really kind of in your world when it comes to what I'm seeing anyways and witnessing. I mean, you look at just one team in particular, the Los Angeles Dodgers, dealing with so many injuries. It's un- unheard of. But then again, you know, this is this is what happens. You're a professional athlete, and sometimes it is what it is. I mean, you look at a lot of their pitchers. They're out. They're gone. What's going on? It's all about repetitive overuse. Um, a lot of these injuries, not only in our professional athletes, but our, our youth athletes, it's really just repetitive over youth. These individuals do the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. and no matter, no matter how much training you do, our body parts aren't really designed for that. And certainly, you know, there's genetics, there's some athletes that get more injured than others, there's pain thresholds, but in reality, you do the same thing over and over again, you're going to run into problems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, and I'm assuming, I mean, when you're looking at, you saying repetitive motions, I mean, you look at pitchers in particular in that particular sport, I mean, they're pitch, they're, it's the arm, it's the constant. That's why we're seeing either issues with their elbow, um, and a lot of these guys are having to have surgery with Tommy John. Why is it, though, that a lot of them are saying it's actually, you know, it's, it could be a good thing if coming back from Tommy John surgery. Talk a little bit about the positive of that common misconception in the world of sports that, you know, the threshold to do Tommy John surgery now is so low because the results are pretty good. But if you look at the research out there, the data shows that the success rate of Tommy John surgery is about 80 to 87 percent, even in the best surgeon's hands. Okay. That means, you know, 10, 13, 15 percent of major league ball players actually never come back from it or never come back to their pre-injury a lot of people think, oh, surgery, it's a quick fix. I'm going to get better. I'm going to come back stronger. That came from when Terry Wood had it. He came back through a couple of pitches mm-hmm. about two or three miles an hour faster. But he was really the only athlete that ever did that. Now, don't forget, after surgery, 
a Tommy John surgery, you, you do about one to one and a half years of post-operative physical therapy, and it's not just about the elbow. They're going to look at your shoulders. They're going to look at your opposite hip, your core strength, your glute strength. So these athletes often come back in even finer shape than when they actually tore their ligament. Got it. So there are a lot of misconceptions out there. The other thing is, you know, our, our youth athletes and our weekend warriors think, hey, you know, Kerry Wood came back and threw two or three miles an hour faster. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, a lot of our weekend warriors, you don't have that body. You don't have that eight hours of rehabilitation per day for one and a one and a half years. A lot of our individuals, we work. We have lives. We'll do physical therapy maybe one hour, two times a week compared to a professional athlete doing six to eight hours per day. And you just can't compare those kind of outcomes. We've got weekend warriors coming in thinking they'll rehab their ACL reconstruction in six months like Adrian Peterson did. Right. It's probably not going to happen. So it's important to have a really good discussion with your orthopedic surgeon about realistic expectations. Whether you're a youth athlete, weekend warrior, surgery is never a quick fix. There's a lot involved post-op. But a lot of our, our weekend warriors don't know what these professional athletes go through post-surgery. Hey, doc. But it is a good surgery. I mean, it's been developed over 30 years. The, the technique is it's fine-tuned. It is a good operation, but it's not for everybody. Got it. Hey, Doc, I want to throw a curveball here and get your just your opinion. Uh, I've had so many friends uh, that have had or are scheduled with uh, hip and knee surgery. In your opinion, what's, sure. the, what's the most difficult one uh, to go through and recuperate with, in, in your opinion? It's a great question really depends on the individual. I mean, let's say let's talk about knee replacements. Knee replacement surgery is probably notoriously the hardest recovery uh, amongst the orthopedic surgeries that we do. But we got some patients that fly. If patients have the right mentality, if they commit to their bodies, they commit to their health. I mean, we have patients that are walking pretty decent by two or three weeks. We have other individuals, whatever, if they're scar formers, they've had other previous surgery, uh, pain threshold attitude, that can take six months to a year to come back. But overall, if we stick to our program, if we guide as surgeons and physical therapists, if we guide our patients through that post-operative recovery, long-term a patient is going to do well. It just might take a little bit longer, but if they stick with it, they will do well long-term. What about hip uh, surgery, hip replacement? Hip replacement surgery has evolved a lot. Even over the last 10 to 15 years, the entire paradigm of hip surgery has changed. Uh, when I trained 15 years ago, we did all hip surgeries going to the back of the hip. But what we've learned is that gluteus maximus and gluteus medius muscles, all those rotators for the hip are, are paramount to function. So now surgeons have developed an approach to the front of the hip. We call it the anterior approach for the hip replacement. And now because this approach going to the front of the hip, you don't involve any muscle damage, you're just going between two muscles, patients are walking by two weeks, uh, by six weeks, they're really, really motoring around pretty well, and by three months, they're doing physical therapy, and they're getting back to a lot of their higher level activities, but again, these are all generalities, every case is different, every, every, every condition is different, the severity of the hip, what causes the arthritis can lead to a lot of different variations in the outcome. Right. So your your mission today down at uh, Anaheim with the U.S. Volleyball men's team, uh, are you there to uh, do some examinations or do what? Both the men's and the women's team, just oh. to do a little checkup, connect a little bit to see how the athletes are doing. Um, just everybody being on the same page with the same page with the coaches, the athletic trainers, and the athletes, making sure we have a plan in preparation for for the trip. I love it. 
Um, Did they do any beach volleyball over the Olympics, or is it uh, indoor in the, in the gym? Yeah. Both? Yeah, they have a whole beach volleyball um, division as well. Oh, wow. cool. Hey, um, on the lighter side of things, uh, it doesn't look like my Giants are playing the Patriots during the regular season this year, but... Talk about some interesting. Um, I, yeah, week four. I, I was going to say like revenge Can't time. Wait for week four. I saw that Brady's headed to Gillette Stadium. Yeah, so uh, as some of the longer time listeners may know, I was born and raised in Boston. Was there for thirty years before I moved out to LA, and uh, I'm still a Patriots homer. Uh, Patriots have totally reloaded. <laughs> drafted Mac Jones. We're reloaded. We're ready to go. Uh, can't wait for week four. Really curious to see what kind of reception Brady is going to get. I'm sure they're going to cheer him in the beginning and then boo him, boo him during the game. Um, that's what I anticipate will happen. Hey, let but me, it's going to be awesome. Let me ask you, because they signed Cam Newton back to another year, but who would you rather have start as the Patriots quarterback, Mac Jones or Cam? Well, Belichick doesn't like rookie quarterbacks. That's well known. Yeah. So he, I mean, he only threw in Brady when Drew Bledsoe got his artery sheared off by Mo Lewis during a Jets game. So that was the extenuating circumstance where he threw in Brady. Um, and so Cam Newton's going to be the starter for a good year. Um, but I, I think the consensus is it's going to be situational. Let's say the Patriots aren't playing well, and you know they're two and six. Yeah, you might see Jones play a lot of, you know third and fourth quarters just to get an eye of him and get him some experience. But, you know, Belichick doesn't play rookie quarterback. So everybody anticipates that Cam Newton's going to start, going to be his team for the year, and then we'll see how things go. Unless we see Cam Newton throwing a ton of picks and struggling, possibly, let's say, an injury, knock on wood, that doesn't happen. But Mac Jones, very talented, and I could see that young man, uh, you know, leading that team. That team, look at you guys – had a very difficult year last year, the Patriots, but man, they did load up and they uh, are trying to, you know, have a, a 180, if you will, this year. It looks good. They look good. They look really, really good. Uh, remember, we had a bunch of our players opt out for COVID last year, too. True. The players are all coming back. Stephon so Gilmore. Our defense is going to be all geared up. Yeah. So Stephon Gilmore played, but we had a bunch of, a couple of our linebackers didn't play. Play. I don't think McCourty um, played, though. Back. Yeah, McCourty didn't play. Stephon Gilmore played, but he can't do it all front alone. Seven was pretty much out. <laughs> yeah, our front <laughs> seven was pretty much out. Yeah, it was. It was. Looks like a lot of more fans in the stands this season coming up. Yeah. You know, it's a testament to what everybody's done to get this pandemic down, uh, really. Uh, it's a testament to the, the population. Hey, Doc, we love you. You're the best, uh, and uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you in a little bit. All right, appreciate it. As we try to inform and entertain a little, and I just got a nice email from a listener down in Anaheim. He loves listening to this fun radio show. Dr. Christopher Lee, board-certified orthopedic surgeon right here out of Burbank, California, but he is the best in the field. It's been a year since uh, your mom and my wife, Marge, uh, had surgery, the good doc performed on, and she's just doing uh, so much better with uh, good therapy and uh, rehab. More to come. Living the good life. Coming to you live right here from Wendy's here in Woodland Hills, California. Giving me some sugar with a lip ring. That dog on this truck.
So oh.